What is Black Southern Gothic? First, let's break this term down and then pull it back together. What do I mean by Black? Why not say African-American Southern Gothic? Well, the historical circumstances that brought Africans to the Americas, slavery, created a large diaspora. While there might have been a lot of differences in language, food, and traditions between an Afro-Colombian, a Haitian, and an African-American in the U.S. South, there's also this shared history that defies national borders. Because the Gothic focuses so much on religious practices from Yoruba Orisha religions in West Africa, which I will explain more in a later episode, the term Black references the diaspora that shares history of rituals and beliefs beyond the borders of the U.S. This does not mean that every Black person in the Americas engages with these religious practices. Despite this shared history signified with the word diaspora, there is and always has been diversity in Black communities here and around the world. I want to place the course's content within the African-American literary tradition for a moment. As a reminder, there were Africans on the first journeys by European colonizers to the New World, like the Congolese conquistador Juan Garrido and the explorer Esteban Lamour, who walked across what is now Texas in 1534. In 1760, a poem by Jupiter Hammond, a man living in slavery on Long Island, New York, becomes the first published work in English by a Black person in the Americas. Soon after, Phyllis Wheatley published a book of poetry in 1773. For context, this is before the American Revolution. Before the concept of the United States was born, there was already a Black literary tradition in English. African-American literature has always been a popular and robust literary tradition, but there is specific emphasis placed on the Harlem Renaissance or the New Negro Movement in the 1920s, which marked a surge of publications from Black writers in New York City. We begin our course with Zora Neale Hurston, a member of this movement and resident of Harlem, even though she didn't quite fit in, which I will discuss further in my next episode. After Hurston, our course skips to the late 20th and early 21st centuries that tell all tales of horror in the U.S. South. What do I mean by Southern? What constitutes the U.S. South and Southern culture has long been contested between scholars and everyday people. I'll put this aside to focus briefly on what Southern has meant for African-American history. While there has been a history of slavery and white supremacy everywhere in the U.S., there has been a focus on the former Confederate states as being extremely hostile to Black people. Because of violence and oppression, millions of African-Americans migrated to the North during the 20th century, called the Great Migration, carrying Southern traditions with them, language, food, music, etc., to urban areas like New York and Chicago. Many Black families in the North have family from down home in Mississippi, Georgia, and other places in the South. For more on the history of this migration, I recommend Isabel Wilkinson's The Warmth of Other Sons.
Finally, what do I mean by Gothic? The Gothic literary tradition is strange, slippery, and global. You know Gothic when you see it. Old mansions, strange characters, supernatural occurrences, terror, and horror. We can date this popular tradition to Europe in the late 1700s, but let's focus on the Southern Gothic for now. Writing about the American South has always leaned towards the creepy. From Constance Fenimore Wilson to Mark Twain's writing, where swamps seem to swallow people whole or drive them mad. However, the genre explodes in the 1930s with William Faulkner, Carson McCullers, Eudora Welty, and Flannery O'Connor writing disturbing characters and episodes of gratuitous violence. We can think of Faulkner's As They Lay Dying, an entire novel about the transporting of a rotting corpse across Mississippi, or O'Connor's character Hazel Motes in Wise Blood, an obsessed and deranged preacher. What is often left out in courses and anthologies on Southern Gothic is how much the genre is influenced by Black cultural practices. In week three, we will look at Faulkner's theft of Zora Neale Hurston and his misrepresentation of Black ritual for his own benefit. This course is here to prove that the Black Southern Gothic is a tradition on its own. This course also proves what scholars say about the Gothic as a genre, which is that Gothic writing, even though it is fantastical, is also political. Scholar Teresa Agadu argues that the Gothic is not a, quote, a historical retreat, but rather registers its culture's contradictions, presenting a distorted, not disengaged version of reality. So what does that mean? It means that you do not escape the world of racism by reading Gothic literature. Rather, the distorted, grotesque world in Gothic literature holds up a mirror to society and says, this is what you really look like. What can the Black Southern Gothic say about African-American history? What does it contribute to American literature? Why are so many texts being written within this genre right now? These are questions I hope we can explore and answer in this course together. Mm -hmm.